Okay, good evening everybody. And, uh, we are getting closer, really closer to the end of the Sefer. So I think tonight will be a little bit shorter. Um, because I want to just really wrap up and finish what we talked about last week. It just, this is just, uh, that's, it's like a part two of that, of that, of that, uh, Perik. But we had discussed not, when a person is traveling, and even in, 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 in trying circumstances, every tefillah, every prayer is unique. And if, to the extent we, we take advantage of that tefillah, of that prayer, we are eternally different. And we just said, just like a person on Yom Kippur, if they were tired and they're, they're, they're having caffeine withdrawal, and it's not going so well, they would push themselves because so much is at stake. When so much is at stake, a person's adrenaline kicks in. They, they, when they're cognizant that right now this is a unique opportunity which will not come back, they will, a person must push themselves uh, to, to go ahead and die. I said, I said, even if a person's in trying circumstances, I gave that whole uh, example of where many years ago I watched people that I knew, some of them, get stuck white water rafting and have to run off the white water rafts coming to Daven Mincha in their bathing suits because the sun was setting in Eretz Yisrael and it didn't make a difference because even though you could say how am I going to Daven normal Mincha right now I'm, so, I'm sopping wet I'm, I'm stressed it's not what I planned on everything I got delayed no right now for whatever reason you didn't plan on it this is the Mincha you have to Daven that Mincha is your Yom Kippur and you got to take advantage of that opportunity and to be cognizant and to be aware of that the, the, this moment, this prayer will never come again. And a moment in a person's time is eternal because the actions we take, the things that we choose to do, there is a butterfly effect. Uh, who you meet, what happens, a person's health, the, 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 the person they talk to. Um, there's so many things that, that, that were here and that disappear. I don't want to get into it, but some, you know, some things that people sent me over the week were actually, um, I don't know how to describe it, depressing, sad. Um, it, it, at some level, it's like you just imagine the moment, like three or two or three things I saw the same thing over and over people sent was of a, of a soldier coming home, seeing their spouse or their parents, I think three times someone said this to me already, uh, different ones. Uh, them crying, they had not seen this soldier for six, seven, eight uh, weeks, and it's like you watch this, this this video, you watch this moment, and it's so amazing. Like they're always surprised and they're crying, and they're but but that's what they were showing me. This those three soldiers who were in those videos, and their mommy or their wife was with them crying, are now dead. Um, they're not here anymore. And there are many of such videos of those soldiers alive. But what's crazy is these three soldiers were home this weekend, and they're now not here, or last weekend, whatever it may have been. Um, and you think to yourself, like, you know, the, the moment of a person's life, I mean, things come and, and go. You don't know who you talk to today or what you chance and or health, person's heart, a person walks in a, across the street, we need every second. The people, we, we, we have a conversation. It could cost us our house, our money. Oh, there's a million things every day. And even if it's not so drastic, right? when a person's cognizant that their success, their spiritual success, which is the most important barometer of success, every day is unique. And sometimes, by the way, 
it's that moment where a person's davening in trying circumstances which make which merits them to get to that this great spiritual level for eternity. That one moment of time which is could be transformative, and therefore it's important that we're we're aware of that no tefillah can be waste, wasted because as as we noted from Chavlajan, every prayer is from every individual is unique for eternity. On that note, Yesh Od It's another type of test, however Aleinu Harbe, that very often we deal with when we're davening. Kasher Darko, okay, you know, I actually have to, I have a flight tomorrow, I have to be at a conference uh, for Torah Masorah, and whenever you fly, if it's anyways, you feel a lachat. By the way, even if it's not, even if it flights in two hours, or psychologically, some people, they feel like they gotta be at the airport. Um, some people don't have any, they, they run, they, they, they're lachats, they're, they're, they're crazy, when they get to the airport, they're trying to get like two security with their flight taking off in 20 minutes, that's a different, that's a different kind of craziness. But people get stressed out, they're, they're, they're traveling. Um, or they're, they're, and they're not traveling anywhere, they have a meeting in the office, and it's with a, an important client or the boss, and, or they have to get to a wedding, whatever it is. And you have to daven shachris or it's mincha time. Because they're so anxious to get where they need to get to, they daven quickly. They don't want to be late. They don't want to miss the smorgasbord at the wedding. Right? They don't want to miss their flight or, or whatever they're meeting. And you don't know what traffic's going to be like. When it's saying and very often people, you know, or they have a phone call. A phone call, whatever it is, they, 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 yeah, they, their whole davening gets shot because of it, gets ruined because of it. And it takes a lot of spiritual stamina to daven properly, um, especially if it's very you really need to be somewhere, really, and you know that, that the time of davening is done. And the traffic, although the 280 or imagine the 101 for those who drove this week was probably very geschmack. Usually, I remember correctly, between this time of year, the, the highways are empty, Kriyas Yamsuf, everything goes, you can, things are a third to a fourth of the travel time. Um, but even then, you have to cheshbon, you, you, you have to calculate uh, things. So this is a challenge for people, and as we mentioned, you know, there's a loss. I think I mentioned before that of Elia Lapian, who was at the time, was in London in 1940, it was in London in 1940, in the summer when, when, when the Blitzkrieg, when, when the German Luftwaffe was bombing, the bombing of London in, in, in 1940, where they really, where they thought they would break the English, and that's where, right then Chamberlain stepped down and Churchill took over. Right, never have so many people owned so so much or so few when the when the English, when the Royal English Air Force um, was able to finally get the Germans off their back. And they never tried this land invasion. Well, doing that bombing in 1940, where they mass evacuated London, um, Rebelli Lapiel was once davening in London, he, uh, and he the 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 the, 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 it, the bombing started again. And, and it wasn't 24/7 bombing. They're, they came with massive amounts of planes at the time. They started to bomb again London, and everyone was running to the bomb shelter, and Rebelli Lapian. Uh, was davening, I think, Mincha, Shachs, I don't know what it was davening, one of the tefillahs, it was part of me, and the whole me like, ran. Uh, it's a danger to life. 
And Rebel Yaliapian finishes Shmonastra, it's Sakana, it's a danger land also, but he was bothered, he was so bothered when he got to this bomb shelter, like he felt he didn't dive him properly. He didn't, it was like, it bothered him that his Shmonastra was, and the whole time the bomb shelter was like, now Rebel Yaliapian was, was one of the great students of Kelm, and Kelm was known that they focused tremendously on everything they did. When they learned, they learned. When they dominated, they dominated. That was part of the, the education of Kelm. There's a, there's a famous story brought in Tanua Samusar and, and other works that the, once the, the, um, the Polish, uh, you know, Lithuanian-Polish, uh, so to speak, parrots, uh, uh, duke of that area, you know, it was, that it was, it was um, even under the, under the time of the Tsar, and there were different, you know, different nobility who had, had different rights. So he was once talking to his friends, other nobility from other areas, and he told them about this yeshiva called Kelm. And he said, you should know, wherever you pass by there, it doesn't make a difference. They don't pick their heads off, these Jews. These Jewish guys are so devoted. And his friends said, no, I'm sure you can disturb them. I'm sure you can, you can, you can throw them off. He said, I'll prove it to you. So this, this duke brings, a, goes ahead, this nobleman brings ahead uh, a, a, a band, and they're outside, they can see through the, the windows of the yeshiva, and they start blasting the music of the band, and nobody budges in the yeshiva. Nobody budges. It, it doesn't disturb them, doesn't, that didn't change them whatsoever. It brought down the Ryakov Kamenetsky, the future great Godel in America, was learning in a different yeshiva called Slobodka, and one time he went to try out Kalmishiva. And when he went to Kalmishiva, nobody got up at all. The guy walks into the yeshiva, nobody noticed him. They were so focused on their study. So he, he pointed out to somebody, maybe be a good idea to have it. one person appointed. If somebody comes to the door, they'll, they'll, they'll greet him at the door. Their education was, don't fo- be totally focused. Anyways, with Ali Lapian, who was a great product of this yeshiva, when he, and now it's a different story. It's not a band playing. Your life is in danger. And you got to go to the bomb shelter. But he was bothered that, that his Shemona Esther was thrown off. That as he was finishing up, he still should have, have davened and not been disturbed whatsoever. That's a very, that's a level that we're not holding by. But the point is, is that to realize once Shemona Esther, you think you're in a rush to a meeting. So your head's already, you're already wrapping your tefillin, even though you're in the middle of, of Maidim or of Al Kulam or even or at the Kodesh, you're already wrapping your tefillin up. Or you're already, you're already driving to the airport when you're, set, when you're backing up to start Shemona Esrei. That's not Shemona Esrei. Your head's already there. And then you, as you're davening, you're skipping words and you're blah, 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 right? That's not how you do it. And he says that the Amr no Oyrikana al the Talmud says in Brachas, that a Jew who is accustomed to come to a shul, to a synagogue, and doesn't come one day. He asks, what happened to you? Baruch, where were you today? Why didn't you come to shul? Shimon, what happened, Shimon? In the, in the Madavar Ashus, in the Talmud continues, if you went, you didn't miss Shul because you wanted to go to a game. You wanted to hang out with your friends, and you know what? I didn't have time today to get to Shul. You think you're going to have a light that day, you're not going to have success that day. You're a person who's accustomed. Now, a person who's not accustomed, they, they go on a different frequency. They're getting the re- reward in this world, they're working in the world of nature and. They're disconnected largely to Hashem. 
a guy who knows better, a lady who knows better, somebody who knows it should be davening. Right? A good Jew, they understand that what, where, 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 where the real success comes from in this world, they don't come. They lack divine providence that day. They're not going to have a divine light that day. Why? They should have said, if I'm going to miss minion or I'm going to miss davening, that's not the right decision. And they didn't have that faith. They didn't have that trust. See, he says, I am the Talmud who elaborates the Dafav. These words of, our, of, the, of the Tanayim, our sages, they pierce, and they go to the Tanayim, to the the heart of the matter how simple they are when a person holds back to come to the base of Medrash to the shul something's important I gotta get my passport gotta get there's a Friday sale whatever the Black Friday whatever, I, I lost some money gotta get to the airport um, and it doesn't come now, if the person's sick, you're, you're not, it's not a shot, you're sick, you have no choice, you're, 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 you're the flu, you can't move, you're, 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 your body's aching, okay, what about that? The person's in the hospital with a loved one, taking care of, there's an emergency, well, but you chose to skip Minion for this? So you have a time you're supposed to be there. And even though you think you're going to lose out on the sale, you're going to have to wait a long, longer, Amazon's not going to wait for you, whatever it may be. You should have faith in Hashem. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. Or it will look bad, but you'll be paid back ten times more in different areas. You're not going to lose out. You come, you're me at 6.30 a.m., you get there. No excuses. And at the end, when you're dominating Shemunetsu, you're not unwrapping your tefillin your shmoon essay driving to the airport. You're there! Now we'll get to if your flight's at 7 o'clock, it's impossible to the airport. We'll get to that. But we're talking about where it's situation where it's mission impossible. Just, it's a little stressful. If you don't come, don't come, it's a tefillin. Right? And if you're, if you're Dami in the middle of Shemona Esrei, Vav Vishot Srochov, Menatech, Akashimo, you're with Hashem. You're with Hashem and you break it off. Right? You're, imagine you're in an intimate moment with your spouse and you start worrying about other stupid things. What are you, crazy? You're with Hashem. You're in the middle of Shemona Esrei. You're the Kodesh Baruch Hu. You're going to sit there. You're going to all of a sudden, you're going to be thinking about, you know, your, your security at the airport, your business meeting with your, your colleague, you know, the chip will get built without you for a second. Don't worry, you'll come two minutes late. Worst, the worst situation, you come late. Right? Whatever it is, your person's all all nervous in the middle of Shemun Esri talking to Hashem and they're not there. If you want to have a nachot, it's an image of Shemun Esri talking to Hashem. You're in your house and all of a sudden the phone rings. Your phone rings, or you hear like that little thing in your email, like your computer's open, or if a person has their phone on vibrate, bzzz, and you're all person, right? And all of a sudden, where's your head go? You start thinking about the phone, you think the president's calling you, <laughs> what are you so nervous about? The president calls you, what are you so nervous about? 
phone call. Whoa, right? And all of a sudden, who knows what's going on after my shmoneh has to be after spear my my benching, or, or, or like you you have someone in your room, your spouse, your child, your friend. No, 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 no. Get the phone. No, 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 no. no. Like you give the, you start giving the new news. Or, oh. Or somebody walks by, they want to talk to you. Or do sign language. Sorry. Vibrations or gestures or sign language, like you're putting at the one or the two, or you're pointing something. What in the world? You're sitting to Berchasim Mazayin, Davni benching to Hashem. Don't worry, no one's going to. You're not losing out. You're benching. By the way, if you bench, it's so much bracha. My wife brought its bencher. In the beginning of the bench, it's actually an amazing bench. I forgot the name. Yeah, this bench is such a good bench. We call it such a good bench. It has like, um, it has it breaks down the benching. If you want, it has a translation there. In the beginning, it has all the brachas you have for benching. It has like pictures of it. I try to use that bench whenever I have the opportunity. Um, in the beginning, it talks about all the bracha you get if you bench correctly with kavana happily. You guys worry, you think this human being is going to be your savior? Yeah, you may be like, your savior. Hashem is your savior. <laughs> Hashem is your light. Not, not some flesh and blood person. Especially, you know, the gardener who's knocking the door has to wait for you for two minutes. Your life isn't going to be, going to, not going to be over. Right? On the contrary, this is a human being. You need, we need Hashem's bracha. Umanifla maise. I, I once heard something about one of the, one of the great sages of our generation. Shinalsam Eritus was traveling to America to Israel on a plane with Matos. Vasukhaniya Spainaim be Paris. There was a one stop in Paris. Vinam and Shamasvel, he had a Davin, you know, these these long flights he got when the plane got out during the stopover. He had a Davin, Ulapet in the middle of Ishman Esri, Makhzirit, Makhrizim, that went out, we're starting to board, blah, blah, blah. Right? You know, and they call it last, last. Last call, and he could do his his shuvah uh, esrei. Could cut short, back up. You don't want to miss the flight. You know what it is? Your luggage is on the plane already. Your luggage is on the plane. He's a stopover, right? They transfer your luggage on the plane. You're gonna miss your flight. You know, very hard to get a new flight. And this chacham, this person, did not want to end. He was in the middle. This person was known for diving long shuvah esrei. They want to end the middle of shuvah esrei. What's he supposed to do? He's sitting there on the Velamal Shinim or Al Tzadikim or Lushalim, and they're saying, please board right now. And he didn't want to run through it. We know, by the way, if you're traveling, how, how stressful and how hard it is. You get stuck, to, you know, in general. In general, traveling is very stressful. People, their blood pressure goes up in your cake. You want to make sure you get a flight early, early, because you want to get your, your carry on luggage. To fit in the thing, otherwise you're gonna put a check it down below. You're not gonna have what you need in the plane, or someone's gonna see it. And if you get the middle seat, if they get, they have to get up for you. Like they, mamish, they give you a look like you did in Avera, because they're sitting already. They, they beat you on the flight, so everyone gets another flight early. It's not. It's in traveling. It's not stressful. And if you're gonna get your flight, gonna miss the flight. You have to redo your flight. Oh, oh my goodness! Um, and the backpacks are on. The luggage is on there. And there are a million reasons why guys in the Shimon Esri, and they start saying, so-and-so, come on to your flight, this is your last opportunity. For a person with all kinds of calculations to speed up or to do it. This rabbi did not, did not stop. He kept davening as he davened normally. Now, this is how he brings it in the Sefer and Shemitah. 
I saw recently in, um, my wife got a book by Benjamin Przyzanski, who's in Lakewood, is my age. She was in she with me in Mirror and Lakewood. So here's a lot of these storybooks. I felt like inspired always, and something inspired, some kind of art school puts out these books. So my wife showed me this story that was in this book. And this is, I'm always positive it has to be the story because it's about Shimshon Pincus. He said he was in a stopover with Don Segal in Paris, going from Israel to America. And Don Segal, who's one of these great tzaddikim, he's still alive today, uh, and is known for davening for a very long time. So Don Segal, um, and he started boarding the flight, and he kept davening. He was davening probably 45 minutes from Esrei. And he's davening and davening and davening. And Shimson Pinkus is watching on. He, he's about to board, but he, the board, but he's watching him. He's like, oh, he's going to wait for a few more minutes. And then the whole plane is boarded. And he says, he can go on the flight, or he can wait for Dun Segal. He says, you know what? Dun Segal's waiting here. I'm, I'm not going to let him leave by himself. He's one of the great sages. Shimson Pinkus was close with him. Uh, and I'll see, we'll see what happens. And so his, his luggage is on the flight. He's not doing Shonesh, but he's watching Don Segal do this. And Don Segal finishes, and he says, they called the Shonesh Mr. the flight, let's, just, let's go. And they go run, they go run to the gate, and the guy says, go, go, go on the flight, rabbis, get in the flight, you still have some time. Now the flight had called 20 minutes earlier, 15, 20 minutes earlier. Um, last chance for boarding. And meanwhile, they let them both go on the flight. So... He sits down, he's not sitting next to Rav Don Segal. When the seatbelt side comes off, Rav Shimshin Pinkus goes to Rav Don Segal, goes to Rav Don Segal, and he says to him, like, Rebbe, whoa, what are you thinking there? You, you have to down a 45-minute Shimon Esrei, and when they're at the airport, you're going to miss a flight and get stuck in Paris. He says, I see, this is what happened to you. What were you thinking? He says, this is the way that Rav once. He says, tell you the truth, I was davening so nicely, I was with Hashem. I couldn't imagine leaving Hashem. So, so I, I, I kept davening. I kept davening like nothing ever, you know, like nothing ever, like nothing ever happened. Now, that's a person, a unique person. But the, but, Hashem Esri should daven to go ahead and cut it. Now, I saw Rapinkus' biography. He brings the story down like this. He brings, it does not have this story of Don Segal. He has it like it's in Sharm Mitzvila. There's a, a, the felt I put out a biography of him. And in that, Rapinka said he said, said about himself that one of his greatest regrets is when he was much, much younger. He was once taking a bus from uh, Tel Aviv to Yushalayim, and he'd been involved in an important thing all day. And, and I was on the bus, he's exhausted. And as the bus is going, it's like four o'clock ish, and he realizes he completely forgot about Mincha. He completely forgot that. He was so involved in whatever communal issue or whatever issue he had to deal with, he forgot that mincha. And there's only a few minutes left until it's shkia, until it's, he can't have mincha anymore. He's like, what am I going to do? And what happened is, the bus, in those days, they had stops, you know, um, and they had a stop, and they said, you have like five minutes, whatever it was, to get off the bus. So he got off the bus when they got the five minutes, they started davening Shmona Esri for mincha. He's davening, 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 and he, he doesn't have a watch, so he's looking at his clock, and finally the bus starts set, everyone gets, starts getting on the bus, and he's the last one off the bus, and, and he's davening, and the Nahag, the, the bus driver, says, Shalom Rav, we're going to leave you here in the middle of this bus stop in the middle of nowhere. 
And Shemesh Pinchas said he is by Elokai Nitzor, the beginning, at the end of Shemesh Esrei, and he backed up, and, you know, because they're really Shemesh Esrei, the, the Brach Shemesh Esrei, not just the Elokai Nitzor, is up to that. So he backed up, also oh, Shalom, he ran on the bus. And he said, he told us to the Bacham in Ofakim, the Yeshiva, it was the head of Yeshiva, the Mashkiach, he said he always looked back, and he had such charata, he could have said, Psach Libi, right? That he didn't say that Psach Libi. And I think that he, uh, he, he would compare it to this story. He was a young man then, but he bothered, he, he missed the Elokai, now, now he had his luggage on the bus also, and he had his stuff, but he said he bothered him, that he just backed up and said, Oysa Shalom. And again, these are high levels, but we're sitting in Shul, right? We're in the middle of Shmon Esri. What are we, are we davening when we're traveling or we have to get to a meeting? Where's our head? Where, where do you think our success is coming from? <laughs> you think that some Chinese guy in Intel or Cisco or, or some client somewhere, that's your salvation? Don't you, don't you understand? By the way, today, I'm flying to my wife. I told my wife, it's like a different galaxy. You have to worry about these Hamasniks, Pasha blocking the highways to the airport, you know? You can leave early. These, 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 these sick, by the way, these people should be thrown into jail. To the extent that this country has not cracked down on these, these they, they are sick people. Don't think it's about Israel. They're, they're, they're our enemies. America's enemies. Mamish America's enemies. Do you watch them, what they're going, they're, they're, how they're protesting and how they're talking? They, they, you can't bring an American flag. I saw or Canadian flag, or if you're in Europe, a European flag to these protests. They're, they're anti-us, this country. So they're anti-Jews, they're anti-Semitic. I'm not telling every person who goes, some of them are just ignorant. But the, the ringleaders, the ones who are going crazy, they hate you and I and every Jew, <laughs> any proud Jew in the world, and they quite frankly, most of them hate this country and hate everything Western uh, as well. They should all be thrown in jail. They should be, the first thing they should be doing is blocking, in Germany they're ready to block these people. Smart. Japan blocked in India. India can have an anti-Israel protest. There's a billion people in the world. Here we have First Amendment rights. I'm not, uh, First Amendment is to have a rally, which is, which is legal. Not to block highways and people going on floods. Not to take over bridges. Not to go into malls and scream at people as they're doing their holiday shopping and saying, we're going to take you and kill you. It's such a, these, there should be... These, bombers were living after the defund the police. If anyone had brains, they'd lock these people up and Throw away the keys. I think someone said that before. Lock them up and throw away the keys. They're, they're, they. So today, where you think you get to the airport early, tomorrow, a guy can block the airport if these guys, these mushuganas, block you. You don't think you think you're set. You, you think because you're at the airport early, you're gonna, everything worked out? I'm, I'll tell you the one time I missed a flight in my life, the one time it was the earliest I ever went to an airport. <laughs> the earliest, the earliest I ever went to an airport. Actually, actually, there was, was a family. I, 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 one time, I, I went to the airport, a long story, very early, but it's a different time. For the, the great, great story for a different time. Um, I, went to, I went to, my wife had broke her toe, and she had to go in a wheelchair. I was like, and I went to early, and you know what happened? They, they, they say they're going to push you right before the flight comes, they're going to push the, this wheelchair. They went in the wrong direction. They messed up what part of the airport is. They literally took us to the opposite part of the airport and could not get there. I got to the, I, I got, I was actually in Florida flying back to San Jose. This is, I don't know, like 15 years ago. Uh, it was our first year in San Jose. But we got to the other side of the airport. They, then they started rushing to get us back. And the door just closed. closes. It was like a federal law. You can't open the door afterwards. Mama, she missed the flight. My, my, I think Kevin, my oldest, is now 21. That's why, too. 
was like, like five or six, seven, they were crying, so like, I mean, and I, you don't know, you think you get to the airport early, you think it's the meeting early, things going to go well because you get there early, I mean, it could be a disaster, boss can scream, and the person, your colleague can forget something, you could be off, you think, you think, you get there early, you get there on time, you, you, there's no guarantees that your success far from it, you can drop the ball, you can be blocked by a bunch of Hamas fans, you know, a bunch of terrorists, supporters, you know, going across highways. Far from any, any guarantee. So he says, But the Ramam says, in the middle of serving Hashem. You're in the middle of serving Hashem in the base of Mikdash. And you leave your Chayav Misa, not to be killed by each whether you're calling God or whether you're calling Hed, you don't run out of the service. You're running out. And he said, the Ramam is clear in the Kesemish, which is the Rish of Cairo, even if you're an Oynen, a person loses a, a, an immediate relative, which they become a mourner and they can't do the service anymore. Vanessa Bavoya and I are forbidden to serve Hashem. If you run out of there like oh, like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta get to the cemetery. You're in the middle of serving Hashem. You're in the base of Migdash. You're over Alav, you're Chai Misa. It's talking about us. We're serving your davening. We're in the world's head. You think Chucky or Chris or Maria is going to be your, 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 your salvation? You think that your Uber driver is going to get you there in time because he's your Uber driver? Right. You think that the, the, the chasen you're gonna get to early, or you're gonna get parking? You have to oh, worry about getting parking. Chalilah, you have to walk a block. I have to spread my shmon esrei because I'll walk off to walk a block. That's gonna be okay. You may crash your car on the way there. Ubali nefesh is zachlam and esrei that daimim misaper and shneis of lama sheish kam elkus derecharetz. You don't leave. You don't run out. He says he has two more points to bring out. Shmor ha'aris. First is b'tachani. A person has to know. Everything is in the hands of Hashem. All of our success, all of our bracha. Person, if we're if we're doing what we're supposed to be doing, that's what. If you're serving Hashem again, a, a guy or a Jew doesn't cop. They live in the world of nature, so don't be judging the world of nature. And then sometimes they'll get the you know they're they're they're, they're they'll be thrown a, a test and whatever. Other times it'll work out. But a yid, we live on a different plane, right? Hashem wants us to rely on Him. And our reward is the next world. We're not going in the world of, of nature over here. You're not going to lose out. You will get paid back somewhere else. Just like if you, you think you need to work on Shabbos. How many Jews thought they had to work on Shabbos 90, 100 years ago? I'm going to starve to death. You know, my kids are crying. They're starving. There's no jobs that don't, that, you know? There's no jobs that don't like. There's blue laws. You can't work on Sunday. You're not working five days a week. You've got to work on Saturday. There were Jews who came off the boat Hasidic and ended up working on Saturday. The kids are now married to Goyim. <laughs> great, great kids, great grandkids. I'm not joking. They, they public school is, oh, is much better than private school. We have, to, we have to pay. We have no money. Who can afford cheder, yeshiva? No money. You have to have bitachon. You think you think this should work out? Shabbos is make a lot of money. I, I remember actually a couple of times I was talking to these guys in the, in the mall. What's that, what's that mall called? San Jose. Uh, there was a lot of Israelis, they had kiosks over there, uh, uh, wherever mall was. So they had kiosks. He said, Don't work on Shabbos. No, you're a rabbi, you know how much money I make on Shabbat? That's the best day for shopping. 
these guys lost money a thousand times. I'm telling you, they lost. And if you made money, you get, you, you get, if you lose it later, you'll be psychiatrists and psychologists or or Khalila, you're paid your your you're paid your dividends in this world, and you lose next. Not gonna gain. Not gonna gain. You know, it does it doesn't doesn't last. It's not gonna, you're not gonna be. You know, forget the neshama. The neshama, you lose out. You have to be talking. You're not gonna lose out by doing what's right. I'm, 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 I, I realize I gotta get to the airport. I gotta do something. I'm not. I'm often he says with such an engashmi. Let's say you're not gonna lose out. I, I you know you want to make sure to get to the to the wedding on time because you love the shmorgisbor, right? Or, or or you or you need to get somewhere. It's not or, or just whatever. You get, you you're with Hashem. Go back to Dan Segal. I'm with Hashem. I give us. If I would miss the fire, I would miss. I was davening a great davening. Now that's a very high. I'm at, I'm at that level. I'm sure no one's. Maybe someone else is on this. I'm at that level. I, I I'm not at forty five. I'm with Hashem, but I I start hearing him call my name to miss my phone. Get stuck in Paris. I want to speak a word, word of French. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll I'll speed up. But 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 on a simple level, like where are you running? What are you running to? You know, I remember people. By the way. And people have this all the time. You go to lunch with me all the time. They're eating lunch. Oh, they have so much time in the world schmoozing. Then they got a bench at the end. I gotta get to the office. Like they just zoom it. What are you talking benching? That's the, that's the partnership all the time in the world. What are you running? What are you, now you're on. Cut your conversation short. Or what realize the importance of benching? You were with Hashem. What are you, are we doing a little davening in the middle of Shimon Estri, in the middle of benching, you get a phone call? You ever meet people today, if their phone rings, you can be the most important conversation, they're oh, so looking at their phone, like, you're they're having an important phone call, you look at their phone, like, oh, who's calling me now? Well, you'll find out after, in the middle of a phone conversation, you're in the middle of benching, talking to Hashem, when you look at, you're looking at your phone because it rings? Because your phone rings, that, that's your reason you look at your phone, because your buzz, it vibrates, you know, bing, a little, like, the, the new email thing. Like, that's your soap. We, 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 you don't understand priorities. Now, sometimes there are halachas, even, um, to even daven shortly. The like Gemara says, there's something called Tzila You're on the road. It could be dangerous. It could be, the, the, you can't be left on the side of the road. It could be, you really have a mitzvah you need to do. Uh, where people need you, wherever it may be, there are certain circumstances which Allah dictates, which which are unpreventable. Which are, certainly, if it's a safety issue, certainly if it's people counting on you, or you you can't get stuck in Paris for whatever reason, there's good legitimate reasons why a person has to speed up sometimes, or should wait to dive even sitting on down on on a plane and standing in the airport. Um, but what he, what he said, I'm trying to teach you. He says for Balanesh, Kavakomatzenu. How many stupid things, like the case I just get brought down, shtus and small things throw us off from davening. Going to a wedding early for a smorgasbord. Getting to the airport two hours early, because that's your rule. I need to be at the airport two hours early. Why? I'm not talking about you. If you're going to miss your flight, you daven, you're davening, but leave early. Yeah, we get it. Don't make your flight that if you can afford it. I, I, to the extent it's possible for myself, I make my flights, putting a million times in, you know, 99% of the time it works. But, but let's say you have no idea, you lay spray, you have no choice. Um, no one's going to miss your flight. But to get to the airport two hours early, what shaykhahs? Because you'll be calmer? Well, yeah, you should be calmer davening in shoal. Looking at your phone or when you're davening, because it rings or stopping, 
or you see somebody, or you, you, your head gets lost, or you're worried about setting up because you have guests coming for Shabbos lunch in the middle of Shabbos, and Musaf on Shabbos, Shaykhis. Do you understand how silly that is? You're in the middle of talking to Hashem. All of, whether your lunch meal will go great, it's up to your davening. Whether your business meal meeting, you're going to be in a business meal meeting early, or you're going to be in early. Or even if you're, by the way, many meetings can come two minutes late. Life goes on. It's understood. Things go on. So, of course, the Ehrlich thing to do is come with them. But for whatever reason, right now you're, you're, you're stuck. Let's say you have a phone call. You have a phone call at 7 o'clock. I'm talking San Jose time. So a phone call at 7 o'clock. So you, you can't get off that phone call. You just, you, it's unavoidable. It's, it's too many people counting on you. You have a parnasa. You'll finish diving afterwards. Okay? Till 6.58. You, you don't think about that phone call. It doesn't exist. 6.59. You know, and you take off the tefillin, whatever. It doesn't exist. You're talking to Hashem. Well, it's at that point. You're not there. It doesn't exist. And if you really can't get out of that phone call, you can't. You're not saying, you know, to, to, to jeopardize. Again, there are halachas of, of leaving early and davening short or traveling on the road. It's trying to give me a musag. And then you can learn from the great people a, a very high level. You're saying so many small things throw a person off. And is brachas. People are saying, are saying brachas shahaka or this or whatever. They're, they're listening to the, the surroundings, people, the conversations going around around them. They're, they're looking at their computer as they say shahakal. You can't look, you can't depart from the computer for a second, or at their phone, or at the newspaper, wherever it may be, or at their friend, the doggy. Um, people listen. Uh, if you get used to just tuning out, davening with Shimon Esrei, of course, even Rebelli Lapian, he sped up the Shimon Esrei in the board, but he was bothered, not that he had to finish early, that, that, they would, that as the sirens started going off, before he had to finish, he, it's the, he was already thinking about this, running downstairs. That's what bothered him. Until you have to do something, you're, you're, you're learning, you're davening, it's not with time. Shurigayim ilu yakolam batuv when you're davening, when you're benching, you're dead to the world. That's how you get to the Shemaya. That's how you have the divine, divine help. Right? You're showing you love Hashem. Right? You're with your child or your spouse. You turn off that phone. That's, you know, you're focusing on that. It's not a moment of intimacy between your husband and wife. You're not, nothing exists. I hope nothing exists. You're with Hashem. Nothing exists. Okay, and if you know that your time is limited, okay, when that time buzzer comes, okay, try to avoid it. Do everything you can. But sometimes you're stuck. Okay, so then you're stuck. When your mom is stuck, you have to make the best. If your mom is a gullible, you can care less what happens in the world. Okay, but you and I, real, you know, 99% of, real, of, of even good Jews, it's not about, it's, there is a time you have to cut things short, but it's about where your head is until that point. A person that has that, has a concern, by the way, as you mentioned before, like the Talmud says, you should not skip davening minion for minor petty things. Never, ever, you are. Hashem waits for us, there's expectation of us, and we daven, there's an expectation of us to daven and to be there at that moment. Right? To that last moment, we have to be there. Right? And to keep in mind and prioritize what's really important. And when we do that, you're not going to lose out. They'd suffix, you'll love Hashem more. 
right? And you'll be more matzliach. You'll be more successful in everything we do. And as I mentioned, and we started, which said last week, every tefillah brings us success. We need a lot of bracha right now. It's a crazy world. We're living in crazy times in a crazy world. And the truth is, every day we need bracha. Certainly now, we should mischazik in our Torah, in our tefillah, and everything we do. And in that schos, we'll have tremendous divine assistance, and we'll show Hashem our divine love as well. Okay? By side, we will pick up